Welcome back to a quick timeout with NBA Free Agency fully underway. A few bonus episodes this week with some special guests from around the country. I want to welcome to the show Trevor Lane, senior writer for Lakers Nation and host of the Lakers Nation podcast. Trevor, I was looking through your timeline a little bit earlier. It doesn't look like you've gotten much sleep the last 36 hours or so. How much of that is because it's your job and how much of that is because you're just a fan at heart and the excitement level is just too high? Oh, it's probably it's probably a bit of both. I mean, I, I know I've got to be ready in case the news does break on Kawhi Leonard one way or another, no matter where he ends up going. I've got to be ready to jump on it with uh, both audio and, and video and, and probably an editorial as well about about whatever the, the team pivots to from here, whether they land Kawhi or not. But at the same time, as someone who grew up supporting the Lakers and is fortunate to get to cover the team that I grew up on, there's there's that emotional investment as well, so that that probably keeps me going past when I, when I should when I should call it a night and go to sleep. But but yeah, sleep has certainly not been uh, been my friend over the last few days as we've been waiting for this um, Kawhi Leonard announcement. And uh, and I know I'm not alone in that. There's a lot of Lakers fans out there that are that are doing the same thing. They're anxiously awaiting for the the news of uh, of where he's going to end up going. A lot of the excitement started two weeks ago for Lakers fans with Anthony Davis. Everyone right now, as you said, is, is waiting for Kawhi's decision. Are you of the opinion that the Lakers should add a third superstar like Kawhi, or, or do you think they should go for two or three guys to complement James and Davis? Looking at right now, the the free agent landscape, it's it's pretty slim pickings out there. Most of the top guys are gone. There's still a few players out there, DeMarcus Cousins and Danny Green and a few players like that of that caliber. But um, but for the most part, the top, top guys are gone. But even before that, even before free agency began, I was saying that, that look, they need that third star. That's what they need to go after because of the environment that, that we see right now. What we're seeing is we've seen uh, teams that have a lot of cap space have that pressure to spend it. And so we've witnessed role players essentially getting paid quite a bit, getting getting big paydays. And that's not something that's going to work for the Lakers if they're going for depth. They can't go and spend, say, a third of their available cap space on like a Seth Curry or a player like that who's great. But if you're spending that much money on him, it's going to be tough to build out a roster around that when you already have LeBron and Anthony Davis. So I've been very much on board with with landing a third max star, assuming it is a legit star. And of course, Kawhi would, would absolutely be that. And then going ahead and taking advantage of the uh, the vet minimum guys that are going to come because of that, the guys that are going to come looking for a ring. And, and with the Lakers, they can look for minutes as well because their uh, their roster is so thin at the moment. So I, I've been on board with chase the third star, get them in if you can, and then your fallback is to bring in depth. And that's just if you have to, if you don't land that other star. That leads me perfectly to the next question I had for you. I saw reports of of Andre Gudala working a buyout possibly with Memphis and then joining the Lakers. Do you think that there's going to be more guys like Iggy that are trying to come to the Lakers? And if so, do you think there's any in particular out there that you see coming to L.A.? Yeah, I mean, it, it makes a lot of sense for, for Iguodala in particular because he's got that relationship with Rob Palenka, his former agent. Uh, you know, and then on top of that, you, you've got the opportunity to play minutes. You've got the opportunity to win with the Lakers. So when you add up those two things, look, money around the league is drying up. Cap space is drying up. There was a lot of cap space to start things off. And in fact, free agency started essentially a day earlier this year. The teams, teams just decided to ignore tampering rules and they came to agreements with players before they were supposed to. But, uh, but so that happened and eventually the cap space starts to, starts to dry up which is what we're, we've seen take place now. And that's where players are going to have to make a decision because 
once you don't have, let's say the Lakers can bring in a third star. Let's say they bring in Kawhi. The only options they have from there to round out their roster are the room exception of about four point eight million and vet minimum deals. That's that's it. Those are the only ways that they can add to their roster. So if you're going up against a four year contract from a team out there, like you know the Mavericks or, or whoever, that's hard to beat. Okay, if you're if you're the Lakers and you're trying to add free agents, but as that cap space dries up and teams don't have those that money out there, and once the money's even then you start to see the Lakers' advantage really come into play. And that's where you get guys like Iguodala, guys like uh, maybe Kyle Korver, if he gets waived as well, where if they're looking around the league and they think, okay, anywhere I go, it's going to be a minimum deal. So if the money's equal, my next priority is going to be, do I have a chance to win? And for some players, winning is over the money. It kind of depends on personal preference there. And do I have a, a chance to actually play a major role on this team, or am I just going to be the the 12th man off the bench and just sit there because I don't want to be in that situation. Mm-hmm. So when you factor those things in, the Lakers can offer those those um, attractive qualities to a free agent. And that's where I think we are going to see them pick up some veteran guys that can really help them out, especially if they get Kawhi, because then they're going to be the favorite to win the championship. Is there any chance that Kuzma gets moved? I I sincerely doubt it. I mean, they they fought from all reports. They fought hard to keep him out of the Anthony Davis deal. That was basically where they drew the line in the sand was that they were not going to include Kyle Kuzma. And moving him is problematic because he makes less than $2 million. So, I mean, even if you weren't dead set on keeping him, which the Lakers do seem to be, but even if they weren't, trying to get equal value for him is really difficult in a league that that has so many teams that would have to match salaries. And Kuzma doesn't make enough to really get a player of his caliber once once a player of his caliber hits free agency they're going to be making a lot more so you're probably looking at talent downgrade if you're going to move him so i would be i would be shocked if if kyle kuzma was traded at this point projected number of wins and playoff finish with Kawhi. oh man with with Kawhi, um you know i think the load management which has been the the phrase going around the nba recently is going to be a big big part of the lakers strategy this season if they have Kawhi. And so I'd imagine that there's going to be a number of nights where two of the three guys are playing, two of the three stars are playing, maybe one of the three stars. They're going to allow these guys to rest and recover and stay as healthy as they possibly can. So um, I'm going to say uh, 54 wins. We'll say 54 wins because a lot of these guys will take games off. Um, And then I think that if once they get into the playoffs, though, and they're playing, sky's the limit. They they, They can definitely make a run to the championship. How about without Kawhi? Um, without Kawhi, I think you got to drop it down a little bit. I think load management is still going to be a thing. Let's say it drops down to, let's say you go 48 wins. Let's say they finish somewhere around the middle of the pack in the West, which is, which is fine. Again, the goal is to get to the, get to the playoffs healthy. And then from there, look, if you can get to the playoffs and you've got a healthy LeBron and you've got a healthy Anthony Davis, I, I mean, there's uh, I'd give him a good chance against just about anybody out there. Definitely. And definitely exciting time to be a Lakers fan. Could be really exciting within the next couple hours. I hope you can get some sleep. <laughs> I, I hope so, too. It would be nice to uh, to have this all done, but it feels like it's going to get dragged out for a little bit longer, but but we'll see. Trevor, thanks so much for taking the time for us. No problem. Thanks so much for having me. Just really quickly, if you haven't heard yet about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will even distribute your podcast to Spotify and Apple Podcasts and other platforms so your show actually gets heard. You can even make money from your podcast no matter the size of your audience. 
It really is everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That'll do it for this episode. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to never miss an episode. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you again at the next time out.